0: Good morning good morning good morning everybody who's here those who are work uh, gonna be watching online on Facebook live and those of you who listen on the podcast good morning everybody we'll go ahead and say a quick prayer and then we we'll go ahead and start today's uh, topic. Father, we thank you for your love, your mercy, your grace. We thank you, Abba Father, for another opportunity to gather together in your name. Thank you for bringing us together, for calling us together in your name. Your word says, where two or three are gathered in your name, your presence in our midst. Father, oh God, as we gather together in your name, we welcome your presence. We welcome your Holy Spirit. We surrender at your feet in worship before you with the host of heavens singing, Kadosh, Kadosh, Kadosh. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord worthy of all praise and glory, worthy to be exalted. We say you alone are exalted in our hearts and our lives. You alone are God Almighty, and we worship you. We surrender to you in this hour, O God. Father, give us ears to begin to hear your word. Give us an understanding spirit, a spirit that is perceptive, a spirit that is um, eager to hear from you, a spirit that is fervent for you, a a spirit that is lit up on fire for you, O oh God. We yearn for you, we hunger for you with all of our hearts. And we ask, O oh God, that you uh, feed us today, fill us with your word, give us an understanding that we will walk away from here with something new, something that sees or something in front of our in our hearts that will be much fruit. We bless you, we glorify you, and we thank you for this moment. In Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, so we uh, continue with uh, our um, discipleship course. And we'll be talking about Jesus. We'll be talking about Jesus, who is He? <coughs> Learning who Jesus is through His words and His works. And last week we looked at the idea of the kingdom. We talked about the kingdom. So I'll do a quick recap. Today we'll try it fast because we kind of started really late. Um, <clears throat> so I'll just do a quick recap. Last week we talked about um, what the kingdom is. We looked at uh, the Old Testament in Second Chronicles when. The kingdom of Israel uh, wanted to go to war with the with the kingdom of Judah. And Judah told them that this is the kingdom of the Lord. Do not fight against the Lord. We talked about the difference between both kingdoms, right? One was following uh, God's kingship by, you know, by obeying the command of sticking with the sons of David as king and sticking with the sons of Aaron as priest. So one thing I want to really point out because Sister Ishmael as the famous Baryan Christians did. They heard a word, they sought it out, and they said, did this this really apply? She actually called out something for me last week. So last week, I said uh, God had instituted uh, Samuel uh, as a judge. Samuel was a judge, right? But uh, the thing that threw me off was when you read uh, about Samuel's story, in 1 Samuel, right, uh, it talks about uh, his ancestry from Elkanah, you know and he was an ephraimite that's the word that he uses so i read that story multiple times but i never paid close attention to the book of chronicles where it actually lists samuel and his sons as one of the sons of koat which is the sons of aaron which means that samuel was actually not only just a priest he was a high priest he was from the lineage of the high priest so God oh, obviously opened my eyes to see a couple of things because it's right there in front of you but you don't actually pick it up until you actually do some more digging. And one of those instances is the story of how Saul went and he was waiting at Gilgal and the people started to scatter from him and he took the sacrifice and offered it by himself, right? And even though he wasn't a high priest, he was supposed to wait for the high priest. What does the high priest do? The high priest offer sacrifice, right? But we'll get to that in a, in a second. But I just wanted to point out today that, yes, indeed, Samuel was a Levitical priest. He was a high priest, so which means he wore multiple hats. He was the judge, he was a prophet, and he was a high priest. So how, how awesome is that story? All right, so today we look at, um, we're going to pivot into looking at Jesus as our own high priest. We're looking at the office of the high priest right um, we'll look first at first let's go and remind ourselves of second chronicles 13 from verse 8 to 12 which is where Judah and the king of Judah proclaims itself as God's kingdom as the kingdom of God because of, uh second chronicles 13 8 to 12. We read this one last week. But it's just to remind us of the story that we're talking about. Alright, so 2 Chronicles
1: 13 8 to 12. And now you are to exist the kingdom of the Lord, which is in your hands the hands of the second. You are indeed the person army and you will
0: Jeroboam made to be your God? Yeah. But don't you drive out the priest of the Lord, the
1: source of Aaron, and the Levites, and make priests of your own, as the people of their land do? Whoever comes to consider him with a young bull and uh, seven and seven
0: So, a couple of key things to remember. One, they follow the priests instituted by God, not priests that have ordained their own selves. Two, they follow the, 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 the king that God has instituted in the hands of the sons of David, which is a covenant of salt, right? And three, they offer the prescribed burnt offerings, the offerings that are prescribed by God. There's a, lot, there's a lot of stuff in here, a lot of meat in here because when we start to talk about the candlesticks of gold, the lampstand when we look at the book of Revelation, when Jesus begins to say that he's the one that is walking in the midst of the golden lampstand, right? Do you see how all of this is a shadow of who Jesus is? Of how we see the fulfillment in Christ Jesus, right? We talk about the show bread, the gold bread, Jesus says, I am that bread which comes from heaven, which if you eat, you'll have life. This is all foreshadows of who Jesus is. Alright. So this is a very um, a very uh meaty, very, very thick stick that you have to kind of consume slowly to understand what it means to be the kingdom of God, to be under God's rulership, right? Alright, let's look at uh I'm gonna look at 1 Samuel 10 verse 8 first. Um
1: Ahead of me, will it's not Galilee, Gilgal. Gilgal. I will surely come down to you to sacrifice of offerings and fellowship offerings. But you must wait seven days until I come to you and
0: tell you what you are to do. Amen. So, this is Samuel telling Saul initially when he's ordaining Saul as king, right? He's giving Saul specific instructions on what he should do. That when you go to Gilgal, you always wait there for me seven days. And then when I come there, I will offer the the burnt offering, the sacrifices. Only a priest will offer sacrifices. So, this is the point that I was like, it's always been there, but I didn't actually see the fact that Samuel was actually a priest. So, it makes sense that when the people say, we don't want your sons to be our judges. They were rejecting God's priesthood. And that's why God said, they have rejected me. They've not rejected you. It's me that they have rejected. Because what does the Bible say, right? Before the kings came, right? God was their king, right? So there's three offices. There's the office of the king, and there's the office of a priest, right? When God came to Moses, God said to Moses, I will make you as as God before Pharaoh, right? And Aaron shall be your priest. And then we read in in the book of Leviticus, and we can go there in a second, how Aaron had to wash, um, uh, sorry, Moses had to wash Aaron with water to institute him into uh, priesthood, right? And, uh, okay, let's read it real quick before we... time yeah <laughs> Charles the train to be on. okay so Leviticus chapter uh, Leviticus chapter 8 verse 61 I'll go ahead and I'll read this one this time why do I have verse 61 I think I'm missing something hold on yeah Leviticus 8 okay no it's from verse one sorry not verse 61 <laughs> wondering where I'm getting 61 from. All right, and the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Take Aaron and his sons with him, and the garments, and the anointing oil, and the bullock for the sin offering, and two rams, and a basket of unleavened bread, and gather down all the congregation together unto the door of the tabernacle of the congregation. And Moses did as the Lord commanded him, and the assembly was gathered together unto the door of the tabernacles of the congregation. And Moses said unto the congregation, This is the thing which the Lord commanded to be done. And Moses brought Aaron and his sons, and he washed them with water. So what I want you guys to take a look at here is the idea of baptism. Okay? He washed them with water to institute them as priests. Now in the time of Jesus, only the priests used to wash themselves by the synonym pool in front of the temple. Okay? So when Jesus is asking the Pharisees that John's baptism, from whence does it come? Heaven or from men? Right? And they say, if we say you know it's from uh, from heaven, they'll say, why didn't you believe him? If we say it's from man, everybody holds him as a prophet. The people will stone us. So they say, we don't know. And then Jesus says, neither will I tell you where my power comes from. But the one thing I want you guys to pay attention to, what do you think John was? Was John a priest? Alright. John is like Samuel. John is descended from priests. His father was oh, serving. Okay. In the true. temple. That is true. Alright, so let us go to My the father book. Father was, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Luke. Ah. So the book of Luke. Yes. So yeah, right. we go to the book of Luke. Okay, Alright. He was a priest. He was a priest all right so a priestly prophet all right let's uh yeah luke chapter one i'm trying to look for my verse here all right and it came to um so so and they had um let me start from verse five there was in the days of Herod, the king of Judea, a certain priest named Zacharias of the course of it's supposed to be Abiyat, but my own version says Abiyat. Uh, yeah, and his wife was of the daughters of Aaron, So he, both his parents were lined from Aram, and her name was Elizabeth. And they were both righteous before God, walking in all the commandments and ordinances of the Lord. Blameless, and they had no child because Elizabeth, because that Elizabeth was barren, and Abel were now well stricken in age. And it came to pass that while he had executed the priest's office before God in the order of his course, he was a high priest. That is the thing that I want you guys to be aware of, right? So when Jesus comes to John the Baptist, and John the Baptist looks at him and says, I have need to be baptized by you and you are coming to me. And Jesus says, let us suffer it to be so for now. But why do you think that he says I have need? Let's think carefully. Why does he say that he's a higher priest than himself? Who knows? Who knows why he thinks he's a higher priest than himself? We know that Jesus is from above, but that's not the the whole meat of the story. We're going to look at the book of Hebrews. Melchizedek, mm-hmm. the high priest in the honor of Melchizedek. All right, let's go to the book of Hebrews, Hebrews chapter seven. Who was the Hebrews chapter seven? we're going to start from for, uh, from verse 1 right? We'll, it's a really long verse so we'll pick out some key stuff out of there alright so I'll, I'll start from verse one first. for this the king of Salem priest of the most high God who met Abraham returning from the slaughter of the kings and blessed him so that's the first thing he was not only a priest he was a king a kingly priest two offices in one and that is why Jesus is in the order of this priesthood priest and king as one. Alright? So, and then let's go. Um, Then we'll go to verse 5. And verily, they that are of the sons of Levi, who received the office of priesthood, have a commandment to take tithes of the people according to the law that is of their brethren, though they come out of the loins of Abraham. But he, whose descent is not counted from them, received tithes of Abraham and blessed him that had the promises. Again, you see Jesus blessing his disciples as he's being taken up, right? The the one who is greater is the one who does the blessing of the people, right? Okay, so let's continue. Um, we'll go to uh, 11. If therefore perfection were by the Levitical priesthood, for under it the people received the law, what further need was there that another priest should arise after the order of Melchizedek, and not be called after the order of Aaron. For the priesthood being changed, there is need of necessity, a change also of the law. For he of whom these things are spoken, pertained to another tribe, of which no man gave attendance at the altar. For it is evident that our Lord sprang out of the line of Judah, of which tribe Moses spake nothing concerning priesthood. So. We know that jesus he had the right lineage of the of the kingship but he was after another uh, order. order after a different order and if you continue reading the book of i will encourage you to read book uh hebrews chapter 7 we're almost out of time so i'm going to try and wrap it up here but you can see that jesus stands he first he offered up himself as a, as a living sacrifice right he says my life no one takes it from me. I offer it up for the life of the world. He offered himself up as that living sacrifice. He's, the, he's also the word, right? The, John chapter 1 says that in the beginning was the word, and the word was God, and the word was God, and we beheld his glory as one of the only uh, begotten of God, right? So he is the word. He is the the living bread, the bread that comes down from heaven. And what? He is the new priesthood after an order a priesthood that is chosen by God and not by men, right? Those three things, where were they in the temple? In the temple, those three things, where were they? Who remembers? In the temple, in the holy of holies. That? In the holy of holies, that's where it is hidden. So in the holy of holies was the commandment, which is the word of God. The second thing, the 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 manna which they gathered, which is the bread that came from heaven. And the third thing was the rod that bought it that showed that Aaron's was the priesthood, right? So the priesthood, the bread, and the word, those are the things that Jesus says he was. These are his, the representations of who he is as a person, the living word, the priest after a new order chosen by God. And the final thing, what is that? The word, the bread, and the priesthood. Okay. All right. So we're gonna uh round it up here so that. Uh. there's
1: no need to be if Understanding is better than uh, the volume. Uh-huh. You see, I will need you to to uh, give more insights on this the, the priesthood, yeah, especially the holy of holies. Yes, how these things are being. Yes. you know, you can reconcile it. Yes. How to put
0: this together. We are going to that's a whole big lecture. Okay. <laughs> so we are so I, like I said, I, like I told you that once you suddenly told me that, suddenly God began to open my eyes to see a whole bunch of stuff. And I'm still chewing on that meat as I'm speaking to you. So this is the beginning of the conversation. We're talking about the priesthood now. We're going to continue in the next class. So I I can't give everything i have if i'm not full yet right okay. so so it's one bit at a time timmy we thought you weren't coming to that i thought you were out of town no the train stopped oh really oh sorry all right any any questions for now i know that this can be so just fys these are concepts that are not easy for a lot of people to understand so so i i'm only able to give you guys as much as you can understand but the the main point is to understand that jesus is the fulfillment of all things right jesus is the fulfillment of what what was to come everything was a foreshadow because when moses began to institute these things the priesthood the bread and whatever it was according to the pattern that he saw in heaven god said be sure to build these things according to the pattern that i showed you in heaven and this is the christ who came down from heaven to execute the pattern that Moses had sinned. Okay? So, this is the most important thing that you have to be on. So that at any point, if anything were to question your faith and say, do you really, do you really need Jesus as the way? Jesus is the only way. Right? Because he is a, he is a shadow, he is a completion. He is a. He, if any. So, in the, old, uh, in the old pagan world, there was always a priest. It wasn't like it was a strange or new thing. They had a king, they had a priest. They had a king over them, they had a priest over them, right? And the priest would always advise the king, right? Based on only God knows what. They observed nature and whatever. But you have to see that each of those things were false. Because they weren't complete, right? If you cannot see the true thing, you cannot be truthful, right? If If you don't see the true thing. So until you see who Jesus is for what he is... And what he truly is, then you haven't gotten an understanding of who he truly is, right? So a lot of people see Jesus as different things. Some people see Jesus as their provider. Does the priest really provide for you? What does the priest do? The priest offers atonement, right? Cleansing, draws the people closer to God, makes intercession, right? The priest doesn't give the people money. The priest actually eats the food (laughs) that is supposed to be offered to God right from the yeah from yeah. the people okay so we will go uh into debt in in each and every class and i'll try and break it down in little bite sizes um uh, so that we can take away something but the mo- the main thing we have to understand is that christ is the fulfillment of all of this and the the magnitude of his office it no one could have actually um it's only god because this has happened from generation to generation. If we look at from the time when they left Egypt to the time when Christ actually came into the world, everything that was instituted even even before they went into Egypt, you know, Melchizedek coming before Abraham, right? And Abraham offering sacrifices or offering him a tenth of what he had, right? If we look at all of those institutions, no one could have Foretold that it is God orchestrating all of this from generation to generation because no one has the power to live beyond, you know, 120 years. <laughs> Even if you did live over 120 years, you wouldn't be able to live that much, uh, that much of a life lifespan. Okay. Anyway, I hope I'm making sense to you guys. Yes. Any other questions? No. Okay. All right. Let's go ahead and say a closing prayer father thank you so much for your word we thank you father for revealing yourself to us the bible says that the things that are revealed belong to us and our children forever but the things that are hidden belong to the lord we thank you god for giving us the opportunity to see the things that are hidden before you and for revealing all things father, we in your own time we thank you oh god because just as jesus said of his disciples father thank you because you have not revealed these things to the wise and the prudent but you have revealed them unto babes for so it that pleased you we pray, O oh God, that in all things, our Father, you will see us as your own and your own children, and that you will give us, you know, attentive hearts to always listen to you and to be able to understand when You, whenever you teach us, O oh God. We surrender ourselves to you. We ask that the words that we've heard today may bear much fruit in our lives. We ask, O oh God, that you continue to teach us and um, teach us as your disciples. And equip us, O God, to be ready in and out of season, O oh God, to defend the faith that we hold on to, to uh, stand ready uh, in and out of season oh god to defend your word and to stand as faithful servants to you oh god we worship you for your faithfulness your righteousness and your truth we lift, lift the rest of the service to you and we say oh god be full in all things in jesus name we pray Amen. Amen.